Hello there. Welcome to our podcast, The Science Pod. The people that are with me today here in the studio are scientist Elias Ellingson, economy expert and scientist Magnus Solid, and scientist Lauritz Giving. Today we are going to talk about genetic modification and the breakthrough technology named CRISPR. In popular usage, CRISPR is shorthand for CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPRs are specialized stretched of DNA and the protein Cas9, where Cas stands for CRISPR-associated is an enzyme that acts like a pair of molecular scissors capable of getting strands of DNA. With this technology, humanity could be evolving. In this episode, we will discuss whether we should or should not use genetic modification in the future. Let's jump right into it. What are the pros and cons of genetic modification? To start off the podcast, genetic modification can have a lot of benefits, such as fighting diseases, Mm -hmm increased life expectancy and we can also get uh, an increased variety of foods and drinks. Some cons of genetic modification are genetic and health issues, displacement of natural species and ethical concerns. Yeah, uh, but won't there also be a problem with consent for example? Some people worry that it's impossible to obtain informed consent for genetic engineering. Uh, the reason for that is that the children that is used for genetic engineering don't get the chance to say no to the treatment. But why can't they do it when they have grown up? The reason people worry about this and uh, do the treatment on infants and embryos is because they have fewer cells and therefore it's an easier treatment. Um, there is a counter-argument and uh, that is that parents already make many decisions that affect their future children. Mm-hmm. Uh, researchers also worry about uh, the possibility of obtaining truly informed consent from uh, um, prospective parents, um, as long as the risk of germline therapy are unknown. What effects can genetic modification have on society? Will it be affordable? Um, As with many new technologies these days, there is a concern that genome editing will only be accessible to the wealthy and will increase existing disparities in access to, for example, healthcare and other interventions. Some people worry that taken to its extreme, uh, genome editing could create classes of individuals. Uh, defined by the quality of their engineered genome. Uh, But isn't it cheap? Well, some people are saying it is inexpensive, while that's not exactly true. Uh, Changing one gene is not too expensive, but changing everything is going to cost millions of dollars. People are calling CRISPR cheap, while for a normal person it isn't. Treating a single cell disease with CRISPR would thereby cost around $2 $2 million per patient. At the same time, we have to remember the fact that CRISPR is cheap compared to other powerful tools in universities. For science-based research, it's really cheap. Elias, you said it costs millions of, millions of dollars to treat one single cell disease. I believe this seems a bit fake. According to Origin.com, the full starter kit of CRISPR-Cas9 costs 528 euros for one gene. If genome modification becomes popular in the society due to, for example, solving health issues, the government can consider subsidizing gene modification so everyone will be able to afford it. Yep. Uh, and uh, since you are the economy expert, Magnus, do you know how genetic engineering impacts the economy? 
Crop biotechnology has continued to give significant economic and environmental benefits, allowing farmers to grow more with fewer resources. Global economic advantages reached $150 billion in 2014, according to PG Economics. Crop biotechnology helps farmers generate more stable revenues by improving, ins by improving insect and weed control. In 2014, the net farm economic gain was $17.7 billion. The global farm income gain has been $150.3 billion uh, during the period of 1996 to 2014. Another convincing argument in favor of GMOs is that genetic modification of foods has the potential to lift many people out of poverty. Farmers in developing nations who are resource poor and farm small pieces of land continue to see the biggest yield gains. Crop biotechnology has helped to reduce gas emissions from agricultural activities by a large amount. This contributed to reducing 22.4 billion kilograms of CO2 from the atmosphere in 2014, or the equivalent of removing 10 million cars from the road for a year. With all these facts available, I would argue that it will be both profitable and effective to genetically modify foods. If we switch the theme to genetic modification used on humans, how will genetic modification be used on humans and what do you think the regulations for genetic modification would be? So, uh, if we edit the genome in humans, especially in a baby that's not been born yet, yeah. you can theoretically customize the DNA as you wish. To be relevant, we can observe what we've done on animals previously. According to The Guardian, Ian Tucker, who is the editor of New Reviews, Science, Technology and Nature section, did a research on genetically modified animals. He refers to Oxitec, a British company that has created genetically modified male mosquitoes with a self-limiting gene. When they are released into the wild and mate with females, their children do not reach adulthood and therefore do not contribute to the Zika virus. In addition, researchers are investigating the use of genetic modification to control the spread of malaria. I believe it's fanta fantastic, fantastic that the diseases can be eliminated. It's also really interesting that some mosquitoes can obtain a self-limiting gene, so their children can't reach adult adulthood and potentially live a much longer life. However, human's nature is that we are meant to make children and when the children are born, the parents have reproduced and they are theoretically not needed in the world anymore after raising the kids. I there, there, therefore believe it should be a limit to what we should try on humans. So should we have regulations on genome modification? The biggest reason to argue against the, the regulations on genome modifications on, hum, uh, modifications on humans is that right now anything that is under ethical concern is a big what if. We don't know exactly how this works. The restrictions that would be put in place would be put in place to keep people safe. If anyone would ignore those terms, they would be putting themselves and others at risk. I believe it's impossible to argue for a complete lack of regulations for using gene, modif gene modifications on humans. There are a lot of ways which it is beneficial, such as creating immunity to diseases. However, However, the risks are by far more important. If you change human's DNA and it doesn't work properly, the effects could be catastrophic. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, due to the possibilities of off-target effect, which uh, is editing in the wrong place, and something called mosaicism, when some cells carry the edit but others do not, as Larry said, safety is a primary concern. The risks cannot be justified by, by the potential benefit. Some researchers argue that there may be never a time when genome editing in embryos will offer a benefit greater than um, the existing technologies. Some researchers and biotechnicists are concerned that genome editing, even for therapeutic uses, will start us on a way of uh, way for it using it on non-therapeutic and uh, enchantment purposes, which uh, many view as controversial. This keeps moving far further away from what's ethical. Others argue that genome editing, once proved to be safe and effective, should be allowed to cure genetic diseases. In a conclusion, is it worth taking the chance on continuing with genetic modification? If used correctly, genetic engineering might help us to solve a lot of problems. With that being said, it is very important that we regulate the use of genetic modification. I'm under the impression that excessive use could cause more issues than it solves. It's also a considerable degree of ethical doubt. A lot of scientists have spoken out against genetic engineering, for example using genetic engineering to create so-called designer babies. As a result of this, we might witness an optimization competition in our society which, if taken too far, could have disastrous consequences. If we, if we don't handle genetic manipulation properly, it can lead to genetic disorders. I don't think we need to stop using genetic technology, but it is critical that we are aware of the risks and act responsibly and cautiously. I think that's all. Does anyone have anything more to add? No, I think we covered most uh, of genome modification and CRISPR in today's episode. Okay, we'll see you in the next part of the science pod. Thank <laughs> you.